we are back to politics today and we are talking not about the bjp we are talking about congress and don't worry we are not talking about rajasthan because i know that you are getting an overdose of that and th that story isn't going anywhere yet the reason we look at the congress party today is that something very interesting happened today uh today is not narsimha rao's birth anniversary it is not his death anniversary in fact there is no ostensible reason to do something to do with narsimha rao today but the congress party today announced that it was beginning the narsimha rao centenary year celebrations why today and that is important and that's why today's katta clutter is not so much about narsimha rao as it is about the congress party and its view on india's economy so congress party chose this day 24th of july to start to launch its narsimha rao centenary celebrations because 24th of july 1991 was the day when manmohan singh delivered his first budget under narsimha rao and that launched economic reform in india so for the congress party now to observe the anniversary 29th anniversary of the budget of 1991 is the most ringing endorsement to the economic policies that narsimha rao and manmohan singh started or launched now you can go right back and we can talk for half an hour and i can count for you a hundred criticisms that have come from people in the congress particularly people seem to be close to the congress party's dynastic establishment critical of the economic reform in fact even after the congress lost power uh, after narsimha rao's government uh, among the many anti committees that were set up to find responsibility for the loss the first one had blamed economic reform and they thought that congress that congress under narsimha rao had strayed from narsimha rao's uh, from congress party's old socialist ideas now the launch of this centenary celebration has been marked by the release of three letters about narsimha rao one written by manmohan singh which is actually quite an effusive eulogy but we know that manmohan singh is somebody who's never concealed has never been such a hypocrite that he would conceal his admiration for narsimha rao although in the congress system uh, post 1996 it's been very fashionable now politically why has the congress party suddenly remembered narsimha rao in such a big way can be explained through other considerations for example uh, they were caught napping when on his anniversary in december it was actually the telangana government of kcr that issued front front page ads all over the national media saying that they were going to start narsimha rao centenary celebrations so this was a clear sign that a regional party was hijacking narsimha rao in fact even ysr cp in andhra issued statements praising narsimha rao ahead of the congress party not just that even before that it was the government in andhra before the state got split that had named its highway going from the city to the airport after narsimha rao as far as i know it's the only major landmark in the country named after him because congress had not just forgotten him but they had 
basically buried him and declared him the villain of the decline of the Congress party and also held him responsible for the destruction of Babri Masjid in 1992. To that extent, also responsible for losing the Congress party, its Muslim vote forever. Now, those are all multi-layered, textured, uh, complex things and we keep talking about some of those things but today is not the time. The point is that they were worried that now a regional party which competes, which their party, own party competes with in Telangana, in fact Congress is the second biggest power in Telangana, although right now down in the dumps. So the party has stakes there and second, because Congress party now seems to be waking up to the fact that given their obsession to the Gandhi Nehru family, they have been losing most of the icons of their own past to the BJP. First of all, Sadat Bhagat Singh was not a congressman, but it is because the Congress never quite embraced him as tightly as they could have done that almost anybody has hijacked him. The left, of course, because in technically that is where Bhagat Singh belonged, but also the BJP, Ahmadmi Party, Anna Hazare, Congress Party, let go. And then there were many after that. Lal Bahadur Shastri, uh, Congress party has been issuing token statements, but they lost Shastri and his legacy a long time back. Then I think some, I, some eyes would have lit up in concern in the Congress party when Pranam Mukherjee was honored with the Bharat Ratna by the Modi government. And in fact, at that point, I might have said in some cynical moment somewhere, but cynical but not unrealistic that it's a matter of time before the BJP government would give a Bharat Ratna to Narsimha Rao as well, which means one more icon of the Congress party would have been taken away by the BJP. Subhash Chandra Bose, uh, Congress party had no reason to dump him, uh, but they did. So he's now been taken away completely by the BJP. Madan Mohan Malviya, Bal Gangar Dhartilak, you can always say that those were people of the right in the freedom movement. All right, but the Congress now seems to be realizing that the BJP RSS have a desperate need for heroes of freedom movement. Because the truth is that besides Savarkar's complex legacy, I will not go further than that because that's a uh, cut the clutter by itself. Besides Savarkar's complex legacy, BJP RSS Jansang have very little to show for by way of heroes and stars of the freedom movement. That's a reality. So they've had to not borrow from the Congress party. They've actually happily adopted what the Congress party abandoned. I will not even say they've hijacked from the Congress party. Similarly, someone like Dr. Kalam. Now, one very important line in Dr. Manmohan Singh's letter today is eulogy to Narsimha Rao, which also as a student of strategic studies and strategic history, I find fascinating is that he mentions that it was in 1996, that is, that is the year when he demitted office in the summer of 96. He spoke to Dr. APJ Kalam then and told him to get ready for India's nuclear tests because he knew that he will lose power and he also then told Vajpayee that I am adding because that is something I have reported and written about earlier in the past several times. But Manmohan Singh's letter says 
that narsibarao it was that told kalam to be ready with the tests and tests could be conducted in 1998 what does that one line in manmohan singh's letter tell us one it tells us that credit for nuclear tests should not just be hijacked by the bjp it belongs to the congress as well because congress is now facing a situation where almost anything useful it might have done in the past is being co-opted by the bjp very clever but this is politics uh, politics is not dharam karam uh, and second because there's been a big allegation against narsimha rao that he had set up a nuclear test in the winter of 1995 but then he gave up or he abandoned it under pressure from the clinton administration first internet administration now my view on that has always been contrary that india was not yet ready for tests but narsimha rao ran some kind of a subterfuge to make clinton think and americans think and cia think that india was going to conduct a test and then seemed like making a favor to them to buy time for his scientists so that was to put americans off the scent to give them give them a sense of false comfort so that his scientists could carry on that is now reconfirmed by manmohan singh saying that he told apj kalam in 1996 to prepare for the tests again kalam is somebody that the bjp then adopted uh, so these are things that congress party is now waking up to so having lost so much of their own pantheon besides the gandhi nehru family they are also I mean, BJP doesn't talk about this, but the fact is that the Sanjay Gandhi's side of the Gandhi family legacy is with the BJP. So, Congress Party is now shoring up its defences. That's the reason it has now reached out and re-adopted Narsimha Rao. So, this, like we used to say in the history of communist parties, this is a kind of resurrection or this is a kind of restoration of Narsimha Rao in the. congress party's history so it's a very significant step ideologically it is significant because congress party has chosen the anniversary of that reformist budget to begin this centenary celebration and there are effusive words about economic reform and about that budget for example if i quote from sonia gandhi's letter she says he was a very respected national and international figure congress take prides in his many accomplishments and contributions and rahul gandhi also goes on to say july 24 is 29th anniversary of 1991 budget uh, i am reading up what sonia gandhi saying and then what rahul gandhi saying 29th anniversary of the 1991 budget india embarked on a bold new path of economic reform and transformation under shri pv narsimha rao and dr manmohan singh who both play played a pivotal role in shaping this era of liberalization this to me for the congress party it's like some communist party in soviet union today stood up uh, and said and hailed gorbachev's reforms in the soviet union that's it's an exaggeration but it's a little bit like that for comparison because all this while congress party had found very little good to say about rao except manmohan singh you have to say that he's been honorable all this while 
he's always said that india owes a lot to narsimha rao and he owes a lot to narsimha rao and i have two old walk the talks it's very funny uh, one with dr manmohan singh at his alma mater delhi school of economics where he said that when reform was to be done manmohan narsimha rao told him that look you are not a politician something goes wrong you will be blamed mere ko nahi puchhenge which means the implication was that he would be the sacrificial lamb but manmohan singh didn't want it manmohan uh, narsimha rao on the other hand said in his walk the talk with me both interviews are available on ndtv's website he said that i told all my party people who were attacking manmohan singh don't attack him he's not a political person he's a professional he's a technocrat don't attack him he is doing what i am telling him to do you attack me now i don't know which one of the two was right but it doesn't really matter because narsimha rao did stand by manmohan singh and manmohan singh did come under attack so manmohan singh is talking about that he is also reminding us that while doing this rao was very cautious for example he quotes uh, rao as having told michel camdesis who was then the head of IMF and remember india had taken an IMF loan uh, to ride out its balance of payments crisis in june of 1991 he told camdesus that look i cannot make i cannot accept or implement any conditionalities which we, which will be too harsh or which will be not friendly to the people of india in fact later in that walk the talk narsimha rao also mentioned how when pressed by lee kuan yew he had said bhai main sab kuch privatize nahi karunga main apna lic nahi bech dunga his exact line and after that lee kuan yew made a public statement saying that you must understand he is in a democracy he has a complex situation to handle he cannot do everything that you want to do but he is making change so all that has today come out even rahul's letter he says this this is to celebrate the legacy of a man whose contribution continues to shape modern india frankly once again i haven't seen rahul praise narsimha rao in an unqualified manner so far this will have an impact on the congressman down the line people like ak antony and many other uh, of the old darbar people who been very critical of narsimha rao specifically because of his economic reforms for them now it is a i'm sorry to use that gisapita expression a wake up call because the party is waking up the party has figured that they cannot afford to lose one more icon while others might have been icons of economic of, of india's freedom movement etc etc narsimha rao is the icon of india's economic reform do you want to lose him because if they lose him then again it's something that i've said before if they lose him then it's inevitable that in the course of time they will also lose manmohan singh to the bjp because they cannot they cannot hail manmohan singh as a great reformer without acknowledging that he did that under narsimha rao as prime minister so you cannot dump narsimha rao and praise manmohan singh and if you dump narsimha rao then bjp will adopt him and in the course of time adopt manmohan singh as well so even the legacy of the economic reform will go to the bjp from congress party obviously the congress party does not mind that now manmohan singh's letter which we are publishing in full like an article it makes some other very interesting points and some of these are reminders of things we might have for forgotten for example 
he mentions that it was it was narsimha rao as hrd minister who came up with the idea of navodaya vidyalayas and rajiv accepted the idea so good of rajiv uh, and he embraced the idea and he took it across the country and those navodaya vidyalayas you know how much have they meant for real india beyond our big cities and our convents and public schools and private schools navodaya vidyalayas now are the shining light of india's public uh government schooling system the best so that was his idea and he had done something like that when he was chief minister of andhra pradesh in the past so he brought in that he also tells us that he was quite clever to accommodate people from the opposition so he sent atal bihari vajpayee as leader of india's delegation to geneva when india was under pressure at the united nations human rights uh, commission over kashmir uh, and he sent salman khurshid who was minister of state for foreign affairs as deputy to vajpayee in that delegation vajpayee the leader of the opposition is main adversary and in fact i covered that story for india today it was a cover story you will see a picture of that cover we had vajpayee and salman khurshid pose for that picture we had salman khurshid come to vajpayee's house he came he was a minister vajpayee was just an mp of the opposition but he deferred to the, to him because he was older and he had headed this delegation so salman came to vajpayee's house and we got them to uh, have this picture taken for us a photo session done so please see that so narsimha rao was able to do that he also mentioned something which i had forgotten and chances are that many of you also might have forgotten which is that he also co-opted subramaniam swami now subramaniam swami before narsimha rao's government came in had become a minister in chandrashekhar's short lived government it's the only time he's been a minister he was minister for with two important portfolios commerce and law but that was a short lived government narsimha rao on the other hand set up a commission where he appointed subramaniam swami uh as its head in the rank of a cabinet minister and what was the commission this commission was uh, on india's labor regulations to align it with global trade again something that you should not have thought about you would not have thought about or you would not have remembered so he did reach out to people in the opposition critics and you can say he accommodated them but i think if he gave subramaniam swami that position that wasn't a bad idea because subramaniam swami you may like him you may dislike him that's your choice but he is very smart and he is he is quite a genius in many ways now once narsimha rao fell out of favor he was dumped and we have all complained about this uh, he was dumped and uh, so much so that when he was charged with so many cases of corruption nobody even went to the court to stand by his side in fact on the day he got his conviction by the trial judge later he was acquitted in the higher court in appeal the day he got his conviction by the trial judge the only prominent face that was present in the court very imp importantly was kps gill now kps gill was not in the congress party but kps gill was there just out of gratitude to him because he saw rao as a great nationalist who had enabled him to fight terrorism in punjab nobody from the congress of consequence dared to go and stand by his side in the court and i remember those days i used to go and meet him and i have quoted him then as having said this 
ऐसे इतने केस हुए हैं आपने क्या किया कुछ तो किया होगा तो ही सेड अरे भाई कोई कहता है मैंने मुर्गी चुराई कोई कहता है मुर्गी के अंडे अब मैंने तो पता नहीं क्या चुराया लेकिन सभी कहते हैं तो हो सकता है कुछ ना कुछ मैंने चुराया ही होगा सो ही वॉज ही वॉज फिलोसॉफिकल इन दैट सेंस बट ही हैड बीन कम्प्लीटली डम्प्ड मनमोहन सिंह ऑल्सो टेल्स एस दैट नॉट ओनली डिड ही लर्न टू यूज़ ए कंप्यूटर विच वी नो बट ऑल्सो दैट ही हैड लर्न टू डू कंप्यूटर कोडिंग प्रोग्रामिंग दैट आई डेंट नो ऑब्वियसली मैनी अदर पीपल मे हैव रिटर्न अबाउट इट बट आई वॉज एंट अवेयर ऑफ दैट now narsimharao's legacy is not flawless we know that ayodhya the babri masjid demolition happened under his watch but it's also true that the shilanyas the foundation stone laying of the temple and the unlocking of the shrine had taken place before that under rajiv gandhi and by the time narsimharao came in there was too much momentum built towards the temple so that's one so to blame him alone is not right second of course is his hawala legacy now i do know for sure and again it's something that i've documented and written in the past that one reason he fasaud adwani in the hawala case was he was taking revenge on adwani because he thought adwani had not kept his word of ensuring that no harm will come to the mosque in ayodhya and he felt so let down by adwani that he tried to fasaud him and destroy his political career as well because he knew that ayodhya had destroyed his political career and legacy now it's also true that while you might find some rationale there although no, not justification he also in the same sweep he took a lot of his own party men also including for example sindhia uh, senior sindhia uh, and also madarao sindhia and also kamalnath and many others so it looked like he was going after his own party men also and the company he kept at that point was funny he had people like chandra swami and before i conclude i will tell you my little chandra swami story so at one point when chandra swami was in retirement we set up a walk the talk interview with him so while we were walking in his so called ashram uh, in delhi's kutub institutional area he said that all the problems he had everything that sent him to jail etc all that had been caused by अर्जुन सिंह सो आई सेट स्वामी जी आप तो इतने बड़े तांत्रिक हैं आपने अर्जुन सिंह को चूहा क्यों नहीं बना दिया सो आई मस्ट से ही रिकवर्ड वेरी क्विकली एंड ही सेट शेखर जी ये जो बातें होती हैं ये जो शक्तियाँ होती हैं ये अपने लिए कभी इस्तेमाल नहीं करते सो ही रिकवर्ड क्विकली वज क्विक ऑन दी अपटेक इफ यू सो विश यू कैन गो टू दी एन डी टी वी वेबसाइट एंड चेक आउट दैट इंटरव्यू so rao had chandraswami but rao also had manmohan singh rao had hawala in which he uh, involved in in which he painted so many people with a bad brush from advani from political adversaries outside his party to political adversaries within his own party at the same time he was great for india's economy he started the reform he is the one who gave india's foreign policy a new and careful direction after the cold war he fought the worst phases of terrorism in kashmir and punjab so the congress party now is trying to make sure that once again they do not get so fixated maybe on the side of narsimharao that they don't like that what's good about him or what's good about his legacy is also then gifted away to the bjp